In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 216th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This one is going to be titled, Falcons No Match for the Powerful Packers. Also, just a note. You can find each of our sports broadcasts on Spotify, CastBox, and Stitcher. No matter where you listen to the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, be sure to subscribe and review. Thank you very much. So we're going to go here. we got a lot of things to cover. Uh, we're going to have Dan Quinn, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, and, and Todd Gurley for you here. Uh, but the, it was the same story, big plays, defense, and total state of disarray. Seven more plays of 20 yards or more. I'm just keeping track now uh, since you see the trend. Uh, had four against Seattle, seven against Dallas, seven, six, um, uh, six passes, one run against Chicago, and that was the same formula for Green Bay. Six uh, pass plays and one run of over 20 yards. So uh, giving up that kind of chunk, those chunk plays, you know, that's just not going to uh, be good football for you. Uh, the defense, uh, we got some thoughts on how to fix the defense, uh, you know, and uh, we're going to look at that at the end here. Uh, so the big plays, we start off with that. We're going to look at Todd Gurley. Uh, then we're going to hear from everybody. Uh, basically, the exhibition season is over now. Uh, four games in the book. Uh, we know uh, that this team has to change directions here midstream. It's basically a 12-game season with six division games. Then we got some game notes. We'll look ahead to 2-2 two and two Carolina. Share some thoughts on ficking, fixing the defense. Fixing the defense. Well, one of our guys here was uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, we're not going to go to him first. But uh, Todd did go for 16 at 57 uh, yards and um, two touchdowns, average 3.6 uh, a carry. So, you know, we're going to need to do a little bit better than that. But, yeah, let's go ahead and go to, you know, let you hear from the Falcons. Then we'll wrap it up here. We're going to start with Coach Dan Quinn. Full of fighters and warriors, but our second quarter cannot look like our first. And I expect those two quarters of football to look a hell of a lot different, you know, certainly on the result side. So we did not get uh, what we came here to get. And, uh, you know, that's the thing for us uh, as we're heading into this second quarter, back to a division game, Zach. Uh, it's got to look different for us than our first quarter. Matt did not find the end zone tonight, Coach. What did you assess of his performance? Well, I think, number one, we wanted to be aggressive and bold. We took some shots. We didn't come down with them, but that was certainly part of the plan going in to be aggressive and, and going for it. Um, as it gets down into the red zone, and we were going to take our shots even on third down and fourth down uh, to stay in rhythm to do that. So when we got behind, um, thought we'd have a chance to come back out second half, get a stop, 
uh, get right back into it and that didn't happen uh, and you're playing from behind those are always always the toughest ones that on the defensive side of the ball we saw a chef get back in action what did you think of him uh, obviously not watching tape but early cause uh, of Sheffield tonight yeah, I thought, you know, Chef looked really comfortable, Zach, outside. And uh, that's when we'll feature him outside. Hopefully we'll get uh, A.J. back, uh, you know, into the mix as well next week. But uh, for his first time, uh, extended playing time without a lot of reps, I thought he really answered the challenge. With Green Bay's top two wide receivers, uh, I was with injuries tonight. Q, uh, three of their top four tonight in yards-wise were either running backs or tight ends. How prepared were you guys for that uh, and getting ready for tonight's game? Well, I think you have to be, and uh, so we knew um, we were in the same spot, you know, with them, both uh, their receiving core and our secondary, both uh, had uh, limited, uh, you know, or had some guys out, let's put it that way, and so at the end, uh, we've got to be able to execute, Zach, um, on some of the mistakes, um, you know, we know they're correctable, uh, certainly the ones down in the red zone, um, and we will get those corrected. Obviously, you guys just crushed with injuries in that secondary. Uh, even so, they were able to get open communication or just guys inexperienced going into that situation, forced to step up, but couldn't take advantage. Yeah, I would say uh, a couple of them um, from a communication side uh, were ones you'd like to have back and redo. Um, one was a man-to-man we got beat on, but uh, I wouldn't say it was just, you know just one thing. And as you're going through, you have to learn from those, especially the, the new players who are in those spots. Those are the growing pains that come along with, with being new at the position. But at any case, uh, we've got to be able to nail those moments when they come. Yeah, they had problems with receivers running around free, wide open. Uh, throughout the game, Lewis Riddick was noting that. He said, hey, you can't, you're trying to do too much with these young guys that can't play. So we're going to visit that uh, later on. Uh, you know, Matt LaFleur last week was talking about all the stuff they were trying to do on defense. But, uh, yeah, we got some thoughts on that. We're going to most definitely write a story about it and um, try to help them fix the defense. Here's Calvin Ridley. Todd Gurley, he ran tough tonight. I mean, he just, I mean, they were, they were on him. I mean, he's just breaking tackles. And I, I really appreciate him for, you know, coming out and playing so hard today. And I wish I could have been better for him and for the team. But I appreciate him. Yeah, that was Calvin Ridley. They, the Packers were able to take him away uh, with a uh, high safety uh Five targets, no catches after his hot start. Uh, they were going to make the other guys beat him. And, uh, you know, Alamade Zacchaeus had a big day, 8 for 86. But uh, the other guys couldn't do it, and Julio got hurt. Uh, one other note here, yeah, the 20-play drive, I mean, they hung in there early. Or let it stay close early, then it got away at the end of the second quarter. Got to 23 at halftime. But, you know, the um, – Falcons, uh, Packers come down, score, two, three announced by the offense. Then the defense stands up and gets a stop on a fourth and goal. So you did have a goal line stand here. Deion Jones got in there, had some good penetration on the, the right side and bumped the running back over to the right, and Deion was there to make the play. A uh, big stop. But then the offense got rolling, went on fire, 20-play drive. Uh, went for it on two fourth downs, made them easily. Uh, got down there and got stuck. And uh, man, who wants to set up for a field goal after a 20 play, 94 yard drive? But that's what happened. They took 10 minutes off the clock. Well, at least they showed that they could help the defense out, and that'll be important uh, moving forward. And the defense showed, hey, we can buck our neck up in the red zone and get a stop. 
Okay, we're going to go to Matt Ryan next. And this wasn't his best game. They, you know, the announcers were talking about him. We got a story up on a, uh, his play. Uh, some of the balls looked late. Some looked like they were dying. Uh, you know, just wasn't the best game uh, for Matt Ryan. Uh, but, you know, he didn't give up 30 points either, but he didn't score much. 16 late, uh, a couple girly touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, 16 is not going to beat too many teams. But here is Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, playing man underneath coverage with safety help over the top. They did a good job with it, and they, they kind of took us out of our rhythm. You mentioned some of the, the throws tonight were a little off, either a little short or, or a little long. Is it just uh, the pressure from the Green Bay bringing up uh, to get you off target, off, uh, off rhythm? Yeah, you know, I'll have to look at it. Uh, but, you know, just for whatever reason, uh, we weren't able to connect. And I don't think it was just one uh, one thing. It was just uh, kind of a, a handful of things that, that kind of just got us out of a rhythm. You have that gold uh, C on your chest for a reason, uh, Matt. What do you say to keep the spirits up for this team and for the fan base after an all-star start? Well, you know, we got 12 games to go, and six of them are in division. And so we've got some definite ground to make up. Um, we've got to find a way to, you know, to make it up quick. And so um, can't feel sorry for yourself. You know, we're, we're in the position we're in because of what we've done. But, you know, we're also the people who can correct it. And so um, that's got to be the focus. We've got to get a win next week. We've got to find a way to get it done versus a tough division opponent. If they gave out assists in the National Football League, you would get one for the block on uh, Todd Gurley's touchdown. Uh, how important was that to, to free him up a little bit and uh, kind of spark the team? Yeah, you know, we just – at that point, you got to find a way to, to make a play. And, um, you know, it, I didn't really expect it to come back my way, but when it did, I just try and get run over slow. DQ said the second quarter, Matt, cannot look like the first. What's one specific aspect of the game that you think they have to leave in that first four and just forget about moving forward to week five and beyond? Well, you know, I think you got to look at your specific unit and, and what we can do better. And I think, you know, particularly the last two weeks, we haven't been good enough on third downs. And, and so that's got to be a big point of focus for us, converting third downs uh, to extend drives and, and uh, keep us on the field. How would you assess your performance tonight? Not good enough, you know, didn't get the job done. And so ultimately that's, uh, that's all that matters. All right, that was Matt Ryan. Uh, he had had a streak of eight games with at least a touchdown pass or more. They are, uh, you know, 0-1. With he, he doesn't throw a touchdown pass this year. Last year he had three games without a touchdown pass, and in those games they were also 0-3. Uh, so if he can't get to the end zone, they don't have a shot. So uh, moving forward, that's um, that's one stat to, to go by. I know I can go back um, – I'm gonna go back in the game logs. I think he had a streak of with like 60, 70 games with a, a t at least a touchdown pass, uh, and so um, you know now we're seeing later on that he's not. You know he didn't. He uh, these uh, no touchdown passes games are cropping up a little bit more. Uh, just lastly, before we go to Todd Gurley, uh, you know we submit. We're on Zoom talking to the players and coaches after the game. Uh, the voice you hear is Zach Klein of WSB. And then we got Justin Felder here, I believe, handling the player interviews. And uh, we submit questions in the chat. And uh, they, as the moderators, asked all of the questions. So it moves a little faster. Uh, yesterday we did, uh, the Falcons got us, uh, of course, Quinn and uh, 
uh, Matt are going to speak. And then we got uh, Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, and Dante Fowler, which I'll try to get to Fowler. Uh, I missed him, but uh, they put him up online, and we'll get get that audio out on AJC.com for you of Dante Fowler, too, because he's the only defensive guy to come and uh, address the, the unit. So, hey, let's move on to Todd Gurley here. He, uh, 3.6, 16 carries, couple touchdown runs. Let's hear what he has. He doesn't sound very good. Uh, you know, he's just trying to be upbeat and do as best he can. Uh, you know, he wasn't expecting to be 0-4. But I think when the schedule came out, I'm, I was like, hey, 3-1, maybe they could steal Dallas, get to 2-2, two and two, then the schedule softens. And then, uh, you know, come down the stretch strong. So, we'll see. But here's Todd Gurley. They've got a lot of work to do here before they get ready for Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's already um, bad just by losing. No one wants to lose. Um, you know, it's, keep saying the same stuff each week. It's not the end of the world. But, you know, just got to gotta make something shake. You know, got to get a win. Got to make something happen. And uh, But, you know, we got a good division. Um, opponent this week playing against the Panthers, so um, just look on the positive side on that. You know, haven't got to our division yet, so just looking forward to going out there and shit. You know, trying to get this this first win. But um, yeah, I mean, everybody just really just gonna have to step up. You know, more urgency. Um, just take take our game to another level. Matt Ryan said in his press conference he felt like the offense lacked a rhythm in the first half. Did you feel that way about the rhythm? And if so, what do you think led to that? I mean, we just didn't come out, um, come out, um, execute. You know, the first two drives, I think we were just three and out. Um, just didn't take any time off the clock. Didn't get anything going. Um, just got to start better. You know, we got we to gotta start better. We got to finish better. And we just got to keep um, just maintaining um and just, just getting better. A lot of guys came in, you know, guys like OZ. You know, OZ stepped up big time. Um, never know. You know, coaches always say, you know, you're only one snap away from uh, from playing. And I felt like, you know, we just all got to do better for each other. You know, offensive line, um, running backs, QBs, tight ends, receivers. Just, we just got to make something, just make something happen. There's Todd Gurley, Falcons running back. They just got to do something better. It didn't, uh, you know, didn't get it done there against the Green Bay Packers. We're going to wrap up here with some game notes, uh, look at fixing the defense, and then uh, just a little small peek ahead to Carolina. You know, they fell 30-16. to 16. The offense had 327 total net yards and two touchdowns in the second quarter. Uh, the Falcons went 20 plays, 94 yards, drive that lasted 10:36, marked the first 20-play drive in franchise history. Okay, the Falcons won the time of possession and committed a season-low three penalties in the loss. Now, that's big because if you can put a couple 12, 15-play drives together, you can keep that defense off the field. Maybe they can get a turnover, get off. Um, they were losing at the line of scrimmage. No, no, uh... No big deal there. The Packers have one of the best lines in the league, so uh, they're not going to lose at the line every week. But uh, one of the guys stood out for me was uh, uh, Charles Harris, so I think we'll see more of him if Tack's still down. 
Uh, Matt Ryan completed 28-39 for 285 with a passer rating of 92.4 with no touchdowns for the first time in nine games. Uh, they gave you my um, no touchdown. When he doesn't throw touchdowns, they lose 0-4 the last two years. Uh, we gave you Gurley 15, uh, 16 for 57, 3.6, two touchdowns. Uh, he has four rushing touchdowns in four games with the Falcons. Uh, Monday night's game was his 17th with at least two touchdowns um, since joining the NFL in 2015. No other player has 10 such games over that span. Gurley's four rushing touchdowns are tied for second most in the NFL this season. And, of course, Julio Jones uh, went past Roddy White. He had four for 32 before he didn't play in the second half. Um, his first reception was the 809th, which uh, Jones broke the franchise record for career receptions, which previously was held by Roddy White, who played from 2005 to 2015. Okay, and... Uh, Little Matt Ryan and Julio trivia, they connected, half connected on 797 career completions, surpassing Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, 796, for second most completions between a quarterback wide receiver duo in NFL history. Only Peyton, Peyton Manning and Pro Football Hall of Famer Marvin Harrison have more at 953. Uh, Lama Day Zacchaeus, that's OZ. That's who uh, Gurley was talking about. The uh, second-year receiver undrafted out of uh, Virginia. Uh, Lama Day Zacchaeus, going to be hearing his name uh, with the receivers hurt. Had a career-high eight receptions for 86 yards. Career-high for him. Russell Gage had two receptions for 22, both on third down. He leads the NFL with eight receiving first downs on third down. He's tied with Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen with 10 for the most receptions on third down this season. Uh, Charles Harris, two tackles, one sack. He has two sacks in two games with Atlanta. I think it was 3.5 sacks over 41 games with the Dolphins. So his production is uh, trending upward. We'll see some more of him. He was back there in 92. Was, he was getting it. Um, that Jalen Hawkins was getting it before he got out of the game. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Uh, but, but I mean, it's, it's, some, it's enough. They're going to have to piece the defense together. But, I, I um, yeah, Kendall Sheffield got down. Um, you know, it's, a, it's something there. It's something there. They gotta, I think they got them doing too much, but I don't want to tip everything off. Deion Jones, team high eight tackles, six and one tackle for loss. Kendall Sheffield recorded a career high six tackles, one pass defense in his season debut. You know he played uh, Nickelback last year, but looked pretty good following Marquez Valdez scantling around. He was their speed guy, and Sheffield stayed on top of him, held him to four. And uh, safety Jamal Carter, he had to come in when uh, Hawkins went out. Sherrod uh, Neesman came in when Casey went out. And uh, Jamal was out there. He was roughing it up. He had five tackles, four solos. So uh, those are some of the game notes. And, uh, you know, let's look ahead because they got to piece this together. Okay, I can say this. Um, Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, and Tack, or, you know, they can probably get back this week. Um, 
they were uh, on the field outside working. So um, that's usually the next step before getting back to practice. KZ's going to be out. That's Achilles rupture. They just going to, you know, confirm it today. Um, Terrell, they're hoping they can get him back. That would be huge because then you can you can uh, play Terrell, Sheffield, and uh, Bleedy Ray Wilson at Nickelback. And Oliver can, you know, maybe even think about moving him to safety now with all the safeties down. Right cornerback hasn't worked so well. Um, so we get Neil Allen and maybe Tack back. Uh, KZ's going to be out. Maybe get Terrell back. And, of course, Denard is out. So, you know, on defense, you got to fix it with those guys. I wouldn't play Julio. Coach, Clint, Coach Dan kind of ignored Zach's question about shutting him down until he gets better because you, you can't just keep trying to play him on a, a hammy. Um, you know, that's just bad uh, football right there. Um, they did get McGarry back. So McGarry came back and played in at right guard. Going to do the percentage breakdown here later. Some people were complaining about Hennessy being in the game late, but uh, we'll check that out. That's one of the breakdowns to watch. Now, the um, Carolina Panthers are off to a surprising 2-2 two and two start. They uh, lost to the Las Vegas Raiders 34-30, uh, lost at Tampa Bay 31-17. They beat the L.A. Chargers 21-16. And then they beat the Arizona Cardinals 31-21. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's leading the team there. Uh, Mike Davis, a couple cast-offs from uh, around the league. Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson are carrying the load on offense with Christian McCaffrey out. McCaffrey's out. They uh, cobbled together their two wins. So, um, you know, that's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to come to Atlanta Feeling pretty confident for that 1 p.m. start on Sunday. But we'll break them down further for you on Wednesday. Which, uh, But for now, that's just a little quick quick peek ahead to the, to the Carolina Panthers. So uh, with that, we're going to get on out of here. The Bowtie Chronicles podcast, our 216th episode. We really appreciate your reviews and your downloads. Take care and have a great rest of the week the ajc's trusted veteran political voices greg bluesteak patricia murphy tia mitchell and bill nygut are the essential source for georgia politics the atlanta journal constitution's politically georgia sign up for the newsletter download the podcast subscribe to the ajc hip-hop is a product of black people it's a product of black song and celebration the atlanta journal constitution presents hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.